Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Hollywood Sun in Los Angeles, to the Everglades in South Florida, to the streets of New York, Strange Air with Malcolm Smith is now coast to coast, bringing the strange and unusual to all 50 states and five American territories. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Strange Air. In the past, we've spoken quite a bit about shadow people and tonight, we're going to start the show by discussing these mysterious creatures and where they might come from. Are they spirits we can only see in our peripheral vision? Are they glimpses of actual people who live in a parallel dimension? And most importantly, have you ever seen a shadow person? During the second part of the show, we're going to discuss the most popular book in history. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, over 5 billion copies have been printed. Stephen King and Dan Brown can only dream about numbers like those. Naturally, I am speaking about the Bible. For the purposes of tonight's discussion, I want to direct our focus to the first four books of the New Testament. Those are the Gospels we all know, the ones that deal directly with the life and death of Jesus Christ. But hey, we're, we're not here to debate the divinity of Christ. That's a topic best left to others. What I would like to discuss is the Bible itself, the actual book, which many believe is an honest record of events that occurred 2,000 years ago. Well, here's my concern. I've spent a great deal of time studying those four books, the ones written by Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and I found discrepancies. For example, in the book of John, Jesus performed miracles to prove who he was. But in the book of Matthew, he refuses to do so. Here's another. In the book of Mark, Jesus was in doubt and despair on his way to the cross. But in the book of Luke, he's calm and in control. That should give you a taste of what we'll be getting into later tonight. But till then, let's talk about shadow people and their secret motivations. This is Malcolm Smith, and you're on Strange Air. Hi, Malcolm. This is Mary. I'm calling from Charleston, the most beautiful city in all South Carolina. Well, it's nice to meet you, Mary. And you are correct. Charleston is a gorgeous town. The last time I was there, I enjoyed the most amazing bowl of, I believe it's called, she crab soup. You're from California, and you've had she-crab soup? <laughs> I am very impressed, sir. Next time you're in this part of the country, you'll have to come by and try my family's version. We always serve it with a side of cornbread and a tall glass of planter's punch. <laughs> I have an important question for you, Mary. 
What kind of rum do you use in your punch? Why, dark, of course. Anything else would be offensive. <laughs> Mary, you are a woman after my own heart. Now, tell me, what's on your mind tonight? You. Me? Yes, sir. You see, I was just wondering if you know how much we all appreciate what you do. We call in every night with our stories, and you're always there listening. <laughs> and some of our stories are a little bit out there, even crazy, but that doesn't matter. No, sir. You still treat us with courtesy and respect, and you never, ever make fun of us. I think you're a good man, Malcolm Smith. Thank you. That's very kind. Malcolm? Yes? Stop talking about God. I don't like it. Hi. Good morning. How may I help you? My name is Chase Smith. I have an appointment to see Sebastian King. Welcome to Convergence, Miss Smith. May I please have your wrist? What's that? A standard security measure. May I please have your phone? Oh, I can't hold on to it? I'm afraid not. Let me guess. Standard security measures? Exactly. Thank you for understanding. No problem. Please use the elevator to your right. It's the one marked heaven. For real? That's our little joke. The elevator goes straight up to Father King's office. Got it. Is there one marked hell? <laughs> Do you really want to know? <laughs> Just kidding. No, of course not. That would be weird. All right, then. Hello, Chase. My name is Abigail. Welcome to Convergence. Uh, thank you? Sebastian is looking forward to your meeting. And who are you? I am to Sebastian. As you are to Malcolm. So, he's your father? No. He is my creator. Is this the Emerald City? Admiring the view? Oh, hi. Uh, yes, it's beautiful. God called the dry land earth, and the waters that were gathered together he called the seas. And God saw that it was good. I'm supposed to ask if that's a Bible quote, right? The daughter of Malcolm Smith doesn't have to do anything. Hello, Chase. It's a pleasure to meet you. My name is Sebastian King. I hope the traffic up from L.A. wasn't too bad. No, the roads were empty. Well, of course they were. I prayed you would have a clear path. You did? <laughs> no, of course not. Oh. <laughs> I find people have a preconception of who I am, so I enjoy playing into it. Please, have a seat. Thanks. I can see him. I excuse me? Your father. 
I can see him when I look at you. The miracle of genetics. So, the two of you were friends in college? That we were. Would you like to know how we met? Yes, definitely. Back then, my financial state was in a was a bit of an issue, so I was making extra money by doing computer work for the other students. Malcolm was a regular. How did you become friends? Our bond was sealed by the grace of our common belief in a better world. Heaven? No. Warcraft. Hang on. My dad was a gamer? Yes, indeed. <laughs> the two of us were denizens of Azeroth. Your father was a knight and I was a cleric. We made quite the team. That's amazing. The ties that bind. Sadly, we drift apart after graduation, and that was my fault. It's one of my greatest regrets. So, how did you connect with him after all those years? When you're in my position, friends are rare. The money blinds people. Yes, I had achieved my greatest goal starting Convergence, but I was lonely. So I prayed on it. And the next time I turned on the radio, which is rare, there was my old friend Malcolm Smith talking to some poor soul about a haunted house in Pasadena. So you called him? Oh no. I was too excited, so I got dressed and raced down to LA as fast as I could. I wanted to be there in person when his show was over. From here? You must have broken every traffic law to get there in time. I have a helicopter. Oh. It must have been quite the sight. Sebastian King descending from the heavens. And just like that, the denizens of Azeroth were reunited. Was he happy to see you? He truly was. Malcolm's pleasure was only surpassed by mine. We fell back into our old rhythm immediately. And your father was fascinated by the path my life had taken. The questions never stopped. He was so curious about theology and the nature of faith. My mother believes you sparked that interest. If memory serves, Malcolm was already thinking about the profound before I showed up. I remember this one time when he told me that believing in creatures like Bigfoot is an exercise in faith, just like believing in God. It was so good to have him back in my life. And then he was gone. So, what do you think happened? I have no idea. Stop. You have all this money and experience. You must have some kind of theory. I'm sorry, Chase, I don't. Can I ask you a weird question? Sure. Do you think maybe it was a miracle? When you say the word miracle, are you talking about divine intervention? Exactly. No, of course not. That's absurd. Why? Because nothing good came of it. Do you think we'll ever know the truth? What do you believe? I have faith we will. Faith without facts leads to an empty void. You're a priest. Shouldn't you be encouraging me to have faith? Look around, Chase. I'm more than a priest. Blind faith has pushed the church to the brink of extinction. Convergence offers a path forward. 
So how were you able to create all this? I didn't rest on the seventh day. Well, congratulations. It sounds like a lot of people are buying what you're selling. Which is encouraging. Hey, what's that? That, my dear, is a map of the Bight of Bonny. It's off the West African coast in the Gulf of Guinea. I don't know anything about that part of the world. It's just a personal project I've been working on for quite some time. So, tell me about this documentary. I heard you talking about it on the radio. Oh, it's my thesis film. The goal is to explore and explain what really happened to my dad. Explain? Truth be told, that's been the hard part. I've told his story, I've proven the existing theories are wrong, but I don't see how I can figure this thing out before I graduate. Does it matter? Of course it matters. This is all I've been thinking about for the last ten years. I hope that's not at the expense of your own life. Obsession can lead to poor health, can weaken your immune system. I don't know. Maybe that's true, but I can't stop. Not now. Tell me why. Because I remember less of him every passing year. My father is fading from my memory. I have to find him before he disappears. Yes, I understand. And I'll pray on it. What about you? Is your father alive? I never knew my father. Oh. Excuse me. Sadly, my time is limited, and I believe I promised you a tour. Yes, you did. You should know that the chef in our cafeteria has been touched by the hand of God. Does that mean the food's good? <laughs> yes, indeed. Then count me in. A college student never says no to a free meal. Oh, that reminds me. This is for you. A check for a hundred thousand dollars? It's a small gesture. An act of contrition. I... I don't understand. What did you do wrong? When your father disappeared, I should have reached out to Rose. I should have offered to help. But I was weak and confused, so I did nothing. There's no reason for you to feel this way. My mother barely knew you. And that's my fault. With her permission and yours, I would very much like to be a part of your lives. So please, accept the check. Use it to get your affairs in order so you can start your adult life with a solid foundation. Thank you, Sebastian. This is very generous. I'm gonna pay off my student loans and who knows? I might use what's left to turn my film into a feature-length documentary. <laughs> Can't wait to see it. Shall we? You know, I still remember the last thing I said to your father before he disappeared. What did you say? May the Lord keep watch between you and me when we are out of each other's sight. Can you hear me? 
are you in the car? Yeah, I'm driving home from Santa Barbara. You're not gonna believe this. Chase, I don't like you talking on the phone when you're in the car. Do you know how many distracted drivers end up in the hospital? <sighs> it's called hands-free for a reason, Mom. Oh, fine, fine. Just be careful. Can I please tell you what happened? Let me guess. Sebastian King gave you $100,000. How can you possibly know that? A mother knows these things. That doesn't make sense. Honey, don't be dense. He asked my permission. Oh, okay. I wasn't crazy about the idea, but I said you were old enough to make your own decisions. Well, that was the right thing to say because I took the check with a big fat smile on my face. You know it's not too late to give it back, right? Why would I do that? The guy is a billionaire. It's not like he's going to miss it. There's just something about him that rubs me the wrong way. Are you kidding? He's awesome. No, he's rich. There's a difference. Mom, Sebastian was Dad's friend. That has to count for something. I guess. It just seems odd that he keeps popping up in our lives every ten years. What does that mean? Well, think about it. He knew your father in college, then they lost touch. Ten years later, he hears Malcolm on the radio and they're back in touch. Then your dad disappears. Another ten years go by and this time Sebastian hears you on the radio and just like that, he's back in our lives again. There's something creepy about that kind of symmetry. Can I ask you something? What? Is it wine o'clock yet? Chase, I'm not drinking. I'm just trying to understand what's going on. Whatever. So, what was it like up there? I'm not sure how to describe the building. It's tall but thin like a tower. You get the feeling it's reaching up to heaven. And on the inside? Picture what would happen if you threw the Vatican and the headquarters for Google into a blender. That's what Convergence looks like. And Sebastian's office is so unique. It's on the top floor, there's glass everywhere, and you get the feeling that you're sitting on top of a cloud looking down at the world. Science meets religion. Oh, you saw the website? I sure did. Let me ask you a question, Chase. You were there. Did he explain what exactly they're working on? Nope. And here's the funny part. There weren't that many people around. I got the feeling someone was somewhere doing something, but I never saw them. Curiouser and curiouser. And I think the elevator is alive. What? Never mind. Look, Chase... I don't want to tell you what to do. You're an adult, and you get to make your own decisions. I just like you to keep your eyes open. Deal? Deal. Will you be home soon? Would you like to come over for dinner? Sorry, I can't. Me and Danny are going out for Taco Tuesday at the 9-0. Sounds like fun. So, what's the story with you two? Story? There's no story. I'm just asking because you've been seeing each other since September. So? That's not a long time. Well, it's eight months. You're right. That is a long time. Time flies when you're in love. Stop! I don't have time for love. 
Love is for people who have fathers. I need to focus on what I'm doing. Wow. He just gave you a check. No strings attached. Seriously, I think I'm in love. When you think about it, it's not that big a deal. I mean, he's got a ton of money. Why not half a million? Or a million? Or a billion. Exactly. Danny, he wasn't obligated to give me anything. All I expected was lunch and a tour. I just think you're impressed about something that's not so impressive. Really? Hey, remember a few weeks ago when your parents gave you $100 and you almost creamed your jeans? It's not the same thing. Whatever. So are you going to use him in the movie? No. There's no reason to. He knew my dad best when they were in college, and that's not part of this film. Be sure? We could dig a little deeper. There might be something there. Mm, I doubt it. Sebastian doesn't even have a theory about what happened. Truth be told, I'm just thrilled the film has introduced me to so many great men. Well, one. What about Father Sullivan? I loved that guy. Remember the picture we found online? The one of him digging a ditch? It turns out he's part of the God Squad. The hell is that? They're these young priests who do boots on the ground disaster relief in third world countries. They even have a Facebook page. How cool is that? You think he's into boys? (laughs) What? That was a joke. Let's eat. I'm hungry. I'm not eating here. Why not? It's Taco Tuesday. I don't care. I'm I'm in the mood for Chinese. But Teresa's working tonight. She'll get us free drinks. Why are free drinks an issue? You got a small fortune in your pocket. Danny. And Teresa doesn't like me, okay? She's your friend, not mine. She's never said anything. Damn it, Chase! I'm I'm putting my foot down. I want egg rolls, not tacos. Fine. Are you still meeting that producer guy tomorrow? I am. I decided I should go with you. I'd rather go by myself. Well, I'm not on board with that. We don't know this guy. He could be dangerous. Don't be stupid, Danny. I'm not getting raped in a coffee shop. I'm not stupid. Dude, what is your deal tonight? I'm just sick and tired of being the only one who wants this relationship to work. Where did that come from? If I wasn't helping you with the film, we would never see each other. And yet, here we are, about to have dinner. Oh, you are so dismissive. I'm just trying to understand. I don't like the way you treat me. Danny, you need to man up. Why? You seem perfectly comfortable being the man in this relationship. What kind of gender bias bullshit is that? (sighs) Chase, you are a priority to me. That's why I've spent every free moment I have helping you with this movie. Am I a priority to you? No. Not really. Finding my father is the priority. Everything else can wait. Oh, come on. Get real. Meaning? It's been ten years, Chase. The man is gone. You're never going to find him. Fuck you, Danny.
Go home. No, Chase, wait. I- I'm-, I'm sorry. I-, I didn't... Leave me alone! I want tacos! Here's your large black coffee with no room. Thank you. Chase! Over here! Hi! Uh, sorry, am I late? <laughs> no, I'm early. Uh, have a seat. <sighs> Thanks. And what can I get you? Uh, I'll have a small matcha green latte. Got it. Be right back. So, thanks for meeting with me. I so appreciate the opportunity. (laughs) It's my pleasure. I mean, when I heard your interview, I thought to myself, this is a film I need to see. Really? Absolutely. The streaming service I'm working with wants to put together a collection of short subject documentaries, animated films, and live action films. You know, just like the Oscars. If you ask me, it's a great idea, and your movie is a great fit. (sighs) That's awesome. So, how far along are you? Almost there. I have to turn it in by the end of the month. Ah, that's pretty soon. <laughs> Will you be done by then? Sure. Any chance I could see some of it now? Oh. Uh, y- you know what? I'd rather wait till it's finished, if that's okay. Uh, yeah, no worries. I completely understand. Awesome. So, let me ask you this. Uh... Does your movie go into the early days of the show? You know, like how Malcolm got the idea for Strange Air and how he sold it? I touch on that, but the focus is on the success of the show and his disappearance. Oh, well, that's a shame. You're leaving out all the good stuff. I mean, beginnings can be fascinating. Well, like I said, there's a little of that in there. Good, good. Here you go. Perfect. Thank you. So, I have a little secret you should know if we're going to work together. What is it? See for yourself. Oh my god. Is that a picture of you with my dad? I was his intern for six months when he first came to L.A. That's amazing! I barely recognize you. (laughs) I had a lot more hair and a lot less weight. Oh, sorry. Uh, So that's the reason my film caught your attention? Well, it's one of them. I mean, Malcolm's story is fascinating. And I'm sure people will want to know more about the man behind the show. I'm very excited. (laughs) Me too. And I can't believe the two of you knew each other. Well, it was a long time ago, but I never forgot how he treated me. Jesus! Sorry! Hello? Chase? This is Memphis Bob. Listen to me very carefully. I'm leaving town first thing in the morning, but there's, uh, something here I need to give you. What is it? Look, I can't explain over the phone. How soon can you be here? Can you come right now? Bob, it's a long drive and there's a storm coming. I... You need to trust me on this, young lady. And it's about my father? You know it. 
All right. I'll be there in about two hours. Bob? Hey there, Chase. Dude, is that RV safe? Well, she's been road hard and put up wet, but this baby's as safe as they come. Why'd you ask? No reason. So, where are you off to? Believe it or not, Memphis Bob is back in the game. I got a gig on a morning show in Portland, and they want me there by Monday. Congratulations! Thanks. I figured it was time to get on with it. And a scratch ain't bad. Oh my god. Is that a strange air bumper sticker? It sure is. <sighs> I haven't seen one of these in ages. The station made them right after the show started to take off. Those were sweet times. So, where's the big surprise? Here you go. <laughs> Hang on, you... Made me drive all the way up here for a flash drive? You know how email works, right? I mean, this could have been sent to me as an attachment. Chase, I just gave you the Mona Lisa. You understand? There's no copy. That's it. That's the one. The one what? Damn, this is hard to explain. You want me to sugarcoat it? You want me to put some frost on them flakes? Bob, will you just please tell me what this is? Your father told me to film what's on that drive. I watched it once, and I put the damn thing away for ten years. No one else has seen it. What did you film? You'll have to see for yourself. Alright, I'll be right back. My laptop's in the car. No! What's wrong? You must be outside of your mind. This is something you have to watch when you're home, safe and sound, without the need to drive for two hours. Alright, fine. I'll do that. Promise? Yes, I promise. Good. I feel like a burden's been lifted from my shoulders. Well, I should go. The storm's almost here. Thanks for everything. No problem. Hey, I'm glad our paths crossed after all these years. Me too. And now, I'm off to start my new life in Seattle. Hang on, you said the job was in Portland. Same thing. Goodbye, Chase. <laughs> Goodbye, Scarecrow. Hi, it's me, Chase. Tonight's Gratitude Journal is brought to you by the New Anniversary Ale from Firestone, a local brewery that has never let me down. So, guess who had a major blowout with her boyfriend last night? That's right, me. And truth be told, I don't feel bad about it. Danny's a great guy and being with him is better than being alone, but I don't know what the future holds for us. The other thing is he owes me an apology and I haven't heard from him since yesterday. Hey, you know what? Fuck it. Just thinking about this is bringing me down, and that's the last thing I want because today was an amazing day. Today was anything can happen day. You can't see it, but I'm holding the picture Leslie Neubauer gave me at the radio station. The one of me and my dad. 
He looks like the happiest man in the world. I can't help but think he would be so proud of what I've accomplished the last few weeks. So, time to share. Here are my top five reasons I feel like patting myself on the back. One, my mother and I are getting along well. Dad would definitely be happy about that. Two, I met his friend Sebastian King, who is both generous and fascinating. He could be the perfect topic for my next documentary. Three, getting to know the supporting characters like Leslie Newbauer and Memphis Bob has really made me feel closer to my father. I can picture him spending time with them, laughing, enjoying himself. Four, I met a distributor today who might be interested in the film, and he actually knew my dad. What are the odds? And five, I feel like I'm finally getting closer to the truth. Like it's right there, right in front of me. All right, I just put the picture down. And now I'm holding the flash drive Memphis Bob gave me. He said my dad asked him to film whatever's on it. I can honestly say I have no idea what that could be. Knowing Bob, it might just be the two of them getting high. Well, no guts, no glory. Let's take a look. Oh, it's my father. He's on the air. It looks like... Bob filmed this from inside his booth? The camera's right up against the window. Ugh, the sound is terrible. Let me see if I can turn it up. Hang on. I recognize this call. Oh my god. It's my understanding that he... Strange Air was created and written by Michael P. Greco and Tony Martinez. The role of Chase Smith was played by Natalie Lander, and the role of Malcolm Smith was played by Patrick Fabian. If you enjoyed Strange Air, please rate and review us. This will help keep our show on the charts where people can find it. And please visit strangeairpodcast.com for more information. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hello, hello, I'm Malik. I'm Jamie. And this is World Gone Wrong, where we discuss the unprecedented times we're living through. Can your manager still schedule you for night shifts after that werewolf bit you? My ex-boyfriend was replaced by an alien body snatcher, but I think I like him better now. Who is this dude showing up in everyone's old pictures? My friend says the sewer alligators are reading maps now. When did the kudzu start making that humming sound? We are just your normal millennial roommates processing our feelings about a chaotic world in front of some microphones. World Gone Wrong, a new fiction podcast from Audacious Machine Creative, creators of Unwell, a Midwestern Gothic mystery. Learn more at audaciousmachinecreative.com. Find World Gone Wrong in all the regular places you find podcasts. I love you so much. (laughs) I mean, you could like up the energy a little bit. You could up the energy. I actually don't take notes. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) That was good. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You sounded great. So did you. (laughs)